Hello. Welcome to Buddha's teaching. My name is Soti. So, how is your practicing so far? How is your understanding so far about Buddha's teaching? If you have um, listened to, you have read, you have seen, Buddha's teaching is all about the body and the mind. So today I want to talk more about our mind. How is it? How is how does the mind work? Because that's the uh, main concentration of Buddha's teaching. Mainly, our mind, our mind is pretty much infected all the time. Okay, so another word. Um, we all have infected mind. So what does that mean? What it means is this. Is that, see, we, as we go through our day, daily activities, from the moment that we wake up until you know, we go back to sleep, we encounter, we meet different scenarios, different activities, different things throughout the day and with that we, we our emotion our emotion change from one scenario to the next we are happy we are sad we are angry we are depressed right we are jumping with joy and everything else in between everything and anything that has to do with our emotion and that that is our mind that that is who we identify ourselves as who we are and that mind that very mind it changed is the reason because it changed like that from from one scenario to the next from one emotion to the next. That mind is called infected mind. Okay, so even though happy is also infected, sad is also infected, angry, mad, and all that stuff. How, how does that work? So, it is because it's like so it's because when we see things when we hear things we react to it see the reaction is the product of an infection okay, the, the the mind of the buddha or of the enlightened ones which i don't believe any one of us right now um, is anywhere close to that, but I'm just letting you know. The mind is not reactive mind. The mind is the mind that is calm and it has no reaction. The mind of the Buddha and the mind of enlightened ones, they do things but with not because of reaction. They just see things as 
the way they are and then they do what is necessary necessary what needs to be done but there is no reaction in the mind it's not like our mind for our lay people for our for us ordinary people we have reactive mind and because of that our mind is always infected the we are always infected by different disease right the disease that brought to us through the five senses see the mind our mind that goes through our day we receive information through the eyes through the through the ears especially those two senses are the, the most powerful ones and then the nose the tongues and the the tactile the, the sensation the feeling of our body we receive all this information and we react to them see for example you walk you go you go you walk along you go you walk you go you run um somewhere and you see something or hear something okay or you stay at home you have conversation with your spouse with your children or you go to a gathering you meet your friends your co-worker at a party or whatever you see and hear things right we all see and hear things and for example we have a conversation with our spouse or with our children and they and they say something or he or she say something that right away whether we like or we don't like you see that like or don't like is a reaction of our mind that's the thing that's that is the very thing that buddha teaches to observe to follow how our mind works the way the our mind react to the world see you we have to follow that reaction that we have because if we don't follow it we just react to what we see we just react to what we hear or we the smell the taste that the taste and all that through the senses then we just become the reaction we become the emotion okay that's why for us ordinary people we always say i am angry i am happy i am mad i am depressed i am this and i am that because we never follow our reactive mind when we don't follow our reactive mind we identify ourselves with that reaction see so now you become that that the reactive mind you become you 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 become the emotion that is that is reflecting 
that is reacting to what goes on outside right so that's what it means by identifying and and that is that's what ego is okay that's why it's so difficult to understand that the word ego we don't we don't what the heck is ego but that's what ego is ego is a reactive mind the mind that we re, that the that react to things and identify itself with that reaction that is called ego so when when you are mad that's ego when you're sad that is ego okay so that's what we need to observe that's what we need to follow to study to 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 keep watch to be mindful of our own mind is that our mind always get infected by different stuff that's coming by different information different data different sensation that we receive and our mind always react another word our minds always got infected so every single day you know we have thoughts we have reaction we have thousands thousands of thoughts thousands thousands of feelings going on every day right from the time we wake up until the time that we go to sleep our mind goes through so many things and we never notice it that that's why it's so difficult for most people to comprehend um, what the mind does because we from birth we program to to just go along with with this mind because that's what we that's what or that's who we identify ourselves with with our very own mind but in fact the mind is a tool if you can step back sort of kind of step back from from that from the reaction and just observe it and you will start to see how the mind works how the way that the mind reacts to the different things right when for example you see a pretty girl or a handsome boy man and your lust arise right okay lust arise if you don't observe that if you're not aware of that you don't know that that is the reaction that is the that mind is just got infected by the sight by the view of the person okay or if you see somebody who you don't like right away hatred or anger arise within you okay right away your mind get infected and where where does that emotion happens it happens inside you right 
it doesn't happen out there. It doesn't happen with the person that you see. The person that you see, whether you know, he somewhere, at a distance, has nothing to do with us. We, let's say, you're sitting down, and you see the person, a pretty boy, a pretty girl, or somebody you don't like. Within you, your very own mind have reaction. You like that person, you like that that man, that girl, or you hate that man, or you hate that 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 girl. See, it's hap- it happens inside of you. It doesn't happen out there. It happens inside. That happening, that disturbance, is your very own reaction to things. The very own, your very own reaction, reactive mind to the phenomenon that is happening all around you, all around us. So, think about that scenario. Think of that example, and that is just one example. Whatever happens, it happens. Inside us, okay. Inside every one of us, our mind happens. Inside us, it does not happen outside. So when when you become angry or you mad or you're sad, a lot of time we blame the event that's happening outside. You know. You become angry because you see some kind of news, okay, on TV, or somebody call your name or cuss at you and stuff and things like that, and you become angry. And you blame the news, you blame the other person, you blame your spouse, you blame your kids, or anyone that you know they say things or whatever to you. But when in fact, the emotion that happened is inside of you. It's not happening outside of that, outside of you. See, but the emotion that arises is a reaction of your mind. This is the important. This is the important point. Okay, the important point is. When somebody says something, or when you see something, the reaction, whether whether you need to react or not, should be up to you. Correct? Your mind belongs to you. You should be in control of that mind instead of Letting that mind take you away, take you wherever it goes. You should be in control. So let's say somebody call you something or cuss at you, okay, and an ugly head or whatnot. They can say whatever. It's their choice of words, or it's their emotion. Okay, so that's their emotion. That's their ball of fire. Okay, so like just like they have a ball of fire in their hand, 
when they open their mouth and cuss at you, that's the ball of fire that they have in their hand. Now they cuss at you. They throw the ball of fire to you. For, uh, for us, with ordinary mind, when somebody cuss at us, we get angry, we get mad, right? We get infected, which means, in a way, when they throw a ball of fire at you, you receive it. Now you, now you get burned. That's what it means. Okay, because you let whatever that you hear infected you. Your mind reacts so fast when you hear words that you don't like. You see? When you hear sound that you don't like, your mind reacts negatively right away. So when that happens, you are infected. Your mind gets infected and it reacts back and now you and now without knowing it you go along with that reactive mind and off you go. And that's what ego is. Okay? The ego comes out real fast, just like that. The observed mind or the mindfulness or the mind that is mindful is what you do. When you hear somebody cuss at you or throw the ball of fire at you, you don't receive it. You see? You don't receive that ball of fire. So they cuss at you or whatever, as an example, they cuss at you. You have a choice, right? Because your mind is right here, it's inside you, it's within, it's within. Your mind is within, it's inside. You, you want to, do you want to get infected? You want to jump? You want to react? Or you want to have peace of mind? Or you want to have, if, if you, you want to keep it at bay? It's up to you, see? You have a choice. Once you know, once, once you get to understand how the mind works, you get a choice. Okay, somebody call you whatever and cousin and stuff like that. Okay, do you want to uh, your mind to become disturbed? You want to to jump on the, on on the uh, the that uh, occasion and then and fire back and then heat and then heat up your heat up your your system, rev up and and uh, and get all heat up. Or or you or you or would you rather? keep it, uh, you know, peaceful. That's the choice that we, that, we can, that we can make. Because our mind is, should be ours to, con- to control, not the mind that reacts to things outside of us. We can have control. That's, that's, the, that's the key. So you have question. A lot of people will have question like like this. Say, oh, so if someone cuss at you, you just let it go. You become you you become what a thick skin or let 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 the let the people do whatever, call you name and all that stuff, and and 
Is, is that what you say? Well, think about it. Here is, a, here is an example. There's a, there are a few examples in the sutra regarding that very question that happened during Buddha's time. You know, there are people who hated, who hated Buddha, okay? And they even hire professional um, cussing people to cuss at Buddha in your seven days straight, day and night. They are, I'm talking about professional cusser, you know, they know how to cuss. They know how to use hurtful words to cuss at Buddha, to de- try to degrade him, to devalue him, to say what all kinds of stuff with him. What, does, what did the Buddha do? He just sit there. He had no reaction. Let the guy, the person, do all the cussing. Let him do. It doesn't affect him. See, the Buddha just sit there and be, and be calm and quiet until the person is done. And when the person is done cussing, having a sore throat, the Buddha even offered iced tea. Say, hey, I think your throat is sore. You, would you like to have a, a lemon iced tea? You know? And then the Buddha say back, um, dear professional cousin, my friend, do you have friends? The guy say, of course I have friends. And then the Buddha went on and asked, okay, so have you ever, ever, have your friends ever visited you? Of course they visited me. And so the Buddha continued. So when they visit you and they just say if they bring you food or fruit to offer you, okay, and, and you said, oh, friends, I already have the fruit or the food. You can keep it. I don't, I, you know, um, I don't need it. Okay. So what, what, what would happen then? It means that even though somebody gives something to you, and if you don't accept it, then your friends, what, what did your friends do? He said, yeah, my friend would take back the food and the fruit if I don't accept it. So that's what the Buddha said, yes, exactly. Whatever you just cussed at me for the last seven days, you know, all of those words that you tried to give to me, I'm not accepting it. So you can take it back. You see how you see how cool and calm the Buddha replied. He had, he he. The Buddha did not take things personally because there's no I in there. There's no more I am this I am that in the Buddha anymore. He never t- look at things personal. For us ordinary people, for all of us. We take things personal, you know, 
we, we, we jump so fast. If somebody push a small button, we jump so high because we have to protect this so-called eye, right? This eye here, you cannot touch. This eye here, you can please, yeah, but you cannot touch, you see? That's where our problem is. That's why we can never have a peaceful mind and we're looking and we're trying to find, I want to have a peaceful mind, I want happiness, I want to be calm. Okay, people try to meditate, try to look for uh, peace, serenity now. Okay, well, the key is just to follow the mind. need to understand that our mind is infected all the time. This, the, the, the searching and the looking, you don't have to look far. Okay, the journey is within. The journey is, goes within. Go inside to look at your mind. The journey is not going out there, going to find anything outside of us. It's inside. Look inside and follow our emotion and follow our mind, how it, how it works, the reaction. That reaction is the ego. Okay? So observe your, you observe your mind. The next time you feel happy, you know that, oh, the mind is happy. My mind is happy. Okay? The next time you're sad, you say, oh, my mind is sad, my mind is disturbed. Now you become aware of the mind, the reactive minds, and then you can find out. You can go to the root of those emotions, okay? So, okay, what is the root of my emotion right now? The, my happy emotion, my sad emotion, my angry emotion, what is the root? See, this is how you learn about your own mind. You don't. If you follow it and observe your mind and observe that emotion that we call ego, you know, when you're happy, you're sad or mad. And now that you understand how the mind works, the reactive mind works, the moment you're happy, you're sad, you're angry, you're mad, you're whatever, you can trace its root. Okay, look for the roots of it. See how did that emotion come up, come to be. Okay, this is how you study your own mind. Then you will understand, oh, my mind becomes happy because of this, 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 this. Okay? Uh, or my mind becomes sad or become angry or become upset or whatnot because of this event, because of that event happened, because of this thing that triggered it or certain sound, certain voice, certain taste, certain touch, 
that make it that make that emotion arise. See, now you start to understand its source. When you understand its source, this the two things you will find out that happy or not happy, angry or not angry or whatever, it boils down to one thing. All of those things comes from desire. There's the deep root of a lot of our emotion comes from desire. And the desire is desire to have, to get, and the desire not to have or not to get. See, those are the two branches of your desire. When you desire for something and it manifests, then you become happy. When you desire not to have something and when it manifests, you become not happy. That's why the Buddha said, suffering comes from desire. See? So watch it and look for it. And a lot of stuff. And so many, many of these things here. So one, one of the things that I would suggest you do especially at the end of the day or don't have to be but I would recommend at least at least you know if you cannot do it during the daytime or afternoon or whatnot before you go to sleep try to do a little meditation you know 15 minutes or whatnot and go and when when you do the before you go to sleep med- meditation, most of the time, whatever that you know uh, went on during the daytime, whatever emotion that is the strongest will come up first. Okay, when you go to meditate at night before you go to sleep, whatever emotion that you have during this the daytime, it will come up first to your mind. It will raise in your mind. It's going to raise up. One after another. So let's say during the day, that whole day that you have, there, there a few things happen that is very, that is very emotional, that is strong about whatever. When you meditate, you will see those emotions and those thoughts come up. Okay? And you, at that time, you can trace it. Okay, how did that come up? What is the root of that thing? What is the root of that in my in the mind? You will see that most of what happened in our mind has its trace go back all the way down to our own desire. Deep down, it's just our desire. It's nothing else. Either that or, I mean, desire come from greed, okay? Most of the time, that's what happened. And 
With that, you can clear your mind before you go to sleep. You say, oh, okay. Because of desire. Learn to let it go. One, if you can learn to let go of your desire, then the burden that is racing in your thought, in your head, is like a heavy burden, heavy weight, will be lifted once you let the desire go. See, practice that during your night, nightly meditation before you go to sleep. Just release those desires. At least, you know, if you cannot do it throughout the day, at least you do that before you go to sleep. Then you can have a good night's sleep. Instead of carrying it with you to sleep, then you, if there's something going on during the daytime, you're not going to be able to have a good night's sleep. See? So study your own mind. Study it, observe it, and you will find out that your mind is very, very um, emotional, very, and has, is infected throughout the day. Wouldn't it be nice to have a nice, good mind that is not infected, just nice, you know, calm and, and peaceful? See, that's the mind of the Buddha. The Buddha goes, you know, in his living day, go on just like us, you know, walking, talking, but the mind is never got infected. That's what peaceful mind is. And you don't have to look for nirvana anywhere. That's where nirvana is. Once you reach that period, that your mind becomes peaceful, not infected anymore, then you don't need, you don't go through all the emotion, the ego of the mind. See, the emotion is the ego. And once you let, can let that go, you will have peace of mind. Peace of mind is a joyful, it's a real deep contented mind that is different, that is blissful, which, that, which is different from ordinary mind that is being happy and, you know, and, and being sad and all that stuff. It's, it's a totally different thing. It's, to, it's a totally different mindset. So, for most of us, ordinary people, we live our lives with our emotions. And that's why we have so much problem. See, the mind is a useful tool, but the mind also has ego. Without the ego, then the mind can be very nice, become your own friend. The mind can be very useful. The mind, we can put the mind into use that is very beneficial to not, not to just yourself, to everyone, to everyone else around you. But you have to start with a peace, peaceful mind, a mind that has no ego, that has no longer think about I. I am mad, I am happy, I am this, I want this, I want this. 
as long as this I in there, you have problem. There's no, with this, as long as there's an I in there, you know, I don't like this. Why you do this to me? I don't deserve it. As long as there's an I in there, you will never have peace. If it, you take that out, the ego mind is gone. Then there is just pure mind, the useful mind in it. See, that is the difficult things for most people because the ego mind or the emotion lives together with the useful, with the necessary mind that we have and the pure mind. So we have to learn to sort them out, sort out those emotions, you know, sort out those unnecessary reactions. And then you will just reside with the peaceful, useful mind that you can also offer to other, to other people around you to, to help others. But you have to help yourself first. You have to be good to yourself first before you can be good to others. It starts from within. Once you find that happiness from inside, then you can start giving it to others. Okay, so that's what I have to offer today. Hopefully, uh, you got something out of this one. And as always, if you have a question or comment, you can leave me a comment. All right, you have a good day.